0: My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook.com, or listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the duchess of the dorks. She is it's a Do you, your, your phone have something to say?
1: Uh, yep. Continue. <sighs> it's Ashley Peckle. Howdy! <laughs> uh, You're broadcast professional. Like, you are paid for this. <laughs> you receive compensation what for this. What in the world about this show is professional? Like, even the in fact The fact that you get paid! Bit. That's the very definition! <laughs>
0: You got your phone ringing. My goodness. Today is Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. 93 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 1015. 1015, Alex Rodriguez's OPS in his, in 2002. He finished second in the MVP voting that year, and it makes me really mad in 2020 because he lost to Miguel Tejada, and he was objectively better than Miguel Tejada. Miguel is probably a better defender, mm-hmm. but like he was a much better player like baseball player than Miguel Tejada that year. But I think they just didn't want to give it to him because I think he had already won. Did he win in 2001? Yeah. I think he won in 2001. It's ridiculous. An absolutely ridiculous thing that they give it to Miguel Tejada. And no, they didn't. He hadn't even won an MVP yet. I was like, cause he won no in three. He won no in three. Um, when he just blew away everybody Carlos Delgado, he's much better than Carlos Delgado Anyway, point is Miguel Tejada, please return your MVP trophy And give it to Alex Rodriguez, he deserves it for 2002 Do we first four through the door?
1: We sure do, it was Rob Hadaway, Mies, Alan Shepard, and Andrew Christensen Welcome in fellas
0: Welcome in friends, uh, on today's program I have five bold Texas high school football predictions That I'm going to issue right here on this very show You will not want to miss that because then you can record it and just roast me whenever they're all wrong. I was
1: just going to say, at Tepper on Twitter.
0: Yeah, there's that. And the back half of the show, it begins.
1: Two's Ways! It's
0: Two's <laughs> Ways. We are going to uh, be joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. The great Craig Way will join us for his weekly visit starting today. Starting at 12.15 today. So good you can good. go ahead and get your Palm Pilot out. Get your Palm Pilot and be like, ooh, 12.15, Craig Way on TFT. It's going to be every week. How about that? Okay, do we have anything Oh Okay, okay. all right, you Whoa. dorks, you dorks, you dorks, okay? Calm. I know you've been tweeting us, and I know you've been emailing us, and I know you've been Facebook messaging and DMing and stuff like that, and I appreciate your passion, okay? The pick'em is up now. Okay? <laughs> TexasFootball.com slash pick'em. Cool your jets. <laughs> like, like we're trying to it figure was a out lot. this We're trying to br- figure out this brave new world of of the schedule and trying to get everything together. We're trying to make it work. I promise. <laughs> it's up now. TexasFootball.com slash pick'em. Chill. <laughs> TexasFootball.com slash pick'em. Goodness gracious.
1: It, yeah, it was... It was yeah, a it was lot. Aggressive. It was aggressive. It was really day. aggressive. Like,
0: like I got emails. You got emails. emails I got tweets. You got yeah. tweets. Steph got tweets. Steph got emails. Was, Will got emails. Ish got emails. Shahan got emails. Powers got emails. My boss got emails. Texasfootball.com/slash pickem. <laughs> Fill out your pickem. It's on now.
1: Golly, it's going on, Twitter.
0: <laughs> Texasfootball.com/slash pick. Texas high school ball season is upon <laughs> <Deep> us. <breath. laughs> uh, Texas high school season kicks off in uh, two days. About two days. Uh, two days in like five hours, six hours, something like that. Um, and it's bold prediction season. Everybody's Susan. making their cool predictions. Of course, you can find all of our predictions in the 2020 Summer Edition. Today. But
1: we got more predictions.
0: <laughs> I got more of them. I got more predictions. We are now on the precipice of the 2020 Texas high school football season. So I figured that I would issue five bold predictions for the 2020 Texas high school football season. Let me start with this, okay? I'm not going to predict like what the season will look like. I'm not going to predict... <laughs> Whether or not that we're going to finish the season, because I don't know. And that's okay? just
1: too bold at this point.
0: And all of these, all of these predictions operate under the assumption that we have a relatively normal, relatively full season. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I can do. Okay. Okay that's that's the that's the best (laughs) that's the best I can do right now I don't know if we're going to finish the season I don't know like I I'm not an epidemiologist so we will see but I am going to issue five predictions based on what we know now bold prediction number one home teams will enjoy less of an advantage so for those who don't know the UIL has mandated that stadiums can only operate at 50% capacity maximum. Mm-hmm. They can only do it, at, they can only have 50% capacity. Uh, for some stadiums, that means that there's going to be 6,000, right? For some, that means it's going to be 600. But whatever the capacity of the stadium is, you cut it in half. I also wonder, part of me thinks, part of me thinks that. More and more people are going to stay home. I would agree. Simply because of like safety concerns or things like that. Um, that they don't wanna they they don't wanna risk it and things like that. As a result, there will be few for as a result of that and other things, mm-hmm. there will be fewer fans in the stands. Correct. We had a conversation a couple of months ago about home field advantage in the age of empty or near empty stadiums. hmm I do think that crowds matter, and especially at the high school football level. Oh yeah. And as a result, I do think that if you're asking me um if you're asking me what, what like I don't know what the home team's records were last year versus road teams, mm-hmm. if you're asking me, I would guess that Home teams will win fewer games in 2020 than they did in 2019. I agree because I just think that the that that not having as many fans in the stands is going to is going to diminish the home field advantage. Now, look, is there still a home field advantage? Yes, because I think there's a number of other factors that go into it. Most notably, that you don't have to get on a bus. Mm-hmm. Most notably, that you are in your own locker room most like there's a there's an easier routine for being a home team that said with fewer fans in the stands i think it is reasonable to expect that the home teams will enjoy less of an advantage in 2020
1: you know what the other thing i'm curious to see is uh what the student sections look like like not even just i would assume there will still be high schoolers at the game but i know like a bunch of the games like there are elementary kids and junior high kids running around everywhere and they know they're going to get in trouble for doing that like i'll be very interested to see what the student section is almost more so even than just like parents and grandparents
0: uh i think that's i think that's true because student sections tend to be packed together student Mm -hmm. sections it tends to be more of a social engagement this is obviously going to be less of a social engagement right so it it will be very interesting to see what happens okay that's bold prediction number one bold prediction number two a grand total of two UIL teams will finish undefeated. Two. There just were f- two. There were four last year. Four teams finished undefeated last year. Uh, that would be Carthage, Refurio, Shadow Creek, and Richland Springs. They finished undefeated.
1: So you're going undefeated all the way through, like not, yeah. not just regular season. Right.
0: I'm d- yeah. I mean, there will be a lot of teams that finish in regular season. Right, undefeated. right, right. But I think, but normally, you know, we, we had four undefeated state champs last year. Uh, to put that in perspective, uh in twenty eighteen, I can tell you, as I click here, uh twenty eighteen, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay? North Shore, Alito, Highland Park, Longview, Mason, McLean, and Newton all finished undefeated in two thousand eighteen. We were four last year. I think we're cutting that down even more. And I think part of it is going to be because um the 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 game has changed so much. I think that I think that because of the nature of scheduling a lot of these better teams are going to have to play tougher non-district games whether they like it or not because the other option is going to be to not play at all. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I will say that we are only going to have two undefeated state champions this year in the UIL ranks. Two. Bold prediction number three. We will have two first-time state champions. We had two last year. Mm -hmm. We had Blum.
1: Blum! Can I help you?
0: <laughs> we had Blum and Shadow Creek. Those are the two on State <laughs> Champions last year. Um, I think we'll have two more. Uh, and, and I do think that if you are an agent, if you're somebody who, who wants, who's on team entropy, you just want chaos in your world. Oh, absolutely. I think this year could be ripe for chaos. Mm-hmm. I think you could have teams that we never saw coming win a state championship. I toyed with the idea of saying that a team that starts the year unranked will win a state championship. Um, I don't know if I'm willing to go that far. But I do think that we will have at least two first-time state champions. We'll match the total that we had last year. Uh, We will have two first-time state champions in 2020. That's my prediction. Number four. An 11-man player in the UIL will average 250 rushing yards per game. 250 rushing yards. Last year, that did happen three times. There were three players. Including one of them who's coming back, Aaron Dumas. Aaron Dumas led the the state Mm -hmm. uh, in 11-man in rushing 265 yards per game. Uh, Kendra Miller from Mount Enterprise also ran. He ran for 255 yards per game. Uh, And then Colton Marshall at Hawley ran for 250 yards per game. I think we'll have another one. I think we'll have another guy. I think it could be a guy like Zach Rabachek at Troy. I think it could be Aaron Dumas again at El Paso Americas. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of really, really good running backs. I think it's a really good running back crop this year that I think we will have at least one player average 250 rushing yards per game, which is a a high bar.
1: Right. But on top of that, like not only is there a pretty good plethora of running backs this year, you've also got to add in the fact that these teams haven't, like their quarterbacks haven't been able to practice with their Mm -hmm. wide receivers for near as long. So you can, I would feel like, definitely expect for this first part of the season, you're going to see a lot of running.
0: Right. Yeah. So... That's my fourth bold prediction. My fifth bold prediction. This, this is
1: a big one. Kind of a
0: 2021, although it's really more 2021. My fifth bold prediction: the Friday night rule will be permanently permanently lifted in 2021. The Friday night rule, of course, is the UIL's ban on broadcasting live uh, televising live Texas high school football games on Friday nights. I think that's. I think that the UIL. From what I understand, they were already looking at at, at adjusting or or changing the rule. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with coronavirus, they have uh, kind of expedited that process and added in um, and and said, you know what, we're going to try it out in 2020. And I think that is a I think this is a testing ground for them. Oh yeah. I think if it goes well, and I think that they plan on it going well, or so want to do it. They've got regular <laughs> rules and regulations in charge. If it goes well. I think it will be permanently lifted for twenty twenty one and so forth. Right. Um because one of the things and and, and to, to get back into it, one of the reasons that it was in um that it was in uh in place in the first place is Two, because they didn't want to take away from the gate revenue. Mm-hmm. I think what they will realize is that there is a passion for Texas high school football. Mm-hmm. And that I think that the interest in the sport is going to increase as a result of being able to, to watch it. And that is going to be a rising tide that raises all ships. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the, I think the Friday night rule is gone forever, in my opinion. That's my that's my prediction uh, for, for uh, tw- I guess, 2021, technically.
1: It also wouldn't surprise me that after a whole season under their belt, that a lot of these schools would start looking at investing in, like, their students doing broadcasts mm-hmm. to where they could still charge Correct. the ticket fee yeah. to watch the game online. Right,
0: to do pay-per-view or right. things like that or, or a season ticket package. That's
1: rushed like that. right now, but right. come 2021, I don't see I why they that. wouldn't.
0: I agree. I think, that, I think that the Friday night rule is gone forever. That's my prediction. Um, of course, I have been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. (laughs) Um,
1: But here we are.
0: Check back in like six months and roast me on these predictions. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DTF. like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, and of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Check out texasfootball.com slash forums. That is our discussion board there. You can chat with us, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew, as well as other football fans across the state of Texas talking football in the Lone Star State. You want to make sure you check that out, texasfootball.com slash forums. We do have free forums. All you have to do is sign up for a free account. Uh, We also have premium forums where putting uh, even more good stuff behind uh, in, in the premium forums. If you want to check that out, that's texasfootball.com slash forums. Uh, you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline for the resumption of the the segment.
1: My mic was off. Two's the, ways. Yeah,
0: it's two's, two's ways. That's really <laughs> that's bad. It's so bad. That's quite bad. <laughs> uh, we are joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer himself, the voice of the Texas Longhorns, the voice of Texas high school football. He is the great Craig Way. Craig, happy football season, I guess.
2: I started to say happy almost uh, with great trepidation. We excitedly anticipate the kickoff of 2020 season, right? Something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, we're, we're all just kind of – it's here, and we're
0: excited about it, but we're yeah. all just kind of holding holding back, I think, a little bit, where I think we're all kind of guarding our hearts uh, a, a little bit. Um. I guess, first and foremost, I'm interested in just your feeling as we head into 2020. It's been such a wild offseason. It's been such a, a strange offseason. And now we're kind of careening towards what feels like the strangest season in modern Texas high school football history. You're a guy who, who, who knows Texas high school ball inside and out. I'm interested like, where your head is at as we head forth into something relatively unprecedented.
2: Well, let me ask you this, Tep. Mm-hmm. Did, did, did you ever play Little League Baseball? Uh,
0: poorly, yes.
2: Ever, <laughs> okay, all right. yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Well, did um, you ever have one of those games where you were looking forward to a game all week long, but you knew the thunderstorm was rolling in, mm-hmm. and you went out there to the field, and you went through the warm-ups, and you could see those big black clouds off in the distance. Like, come on, come on, let's just get the game started. Let's get going, and maybe it will show up. That's kind of the feeling I have about this. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm really hoping um we all know what we've all been through and what the game has been through and and uh what coaches and student athletes and 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 everybody what 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 all of us have been through um but but there is that level of excitement i think i think folks are if for no other reason uh, i know folks got excited when we had the return of, of pro sports be it major league baseball in empty ballparks or the nba in the bubble and the nhl and that sort of thing. Uh, I think this is the next step. Folks are looking forward to seeing it. And I saw a little bit of it last weekend, as I'm sure you probably did uh, through social media, as well as in person, when the scrimmaging was going on. And I thought schools did a really good job uh, with distancing and masks and all of those things, the the protocols that they had in place. And it was just scrimmage. And folks were fired up seeing it. I, I had some pictures sent to me of a scrimmage that took place between ropes and Nazareth six man <laughs> scrimmage. And, and that showed me how excited people were about that. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited about it as well. Sure. There's, there's that concern and, and worry. Uh, I just, and, and I want to say this too, because I understand folks concerns. Uh, you know, if they're, if they're student athletes, uh, their kids, Uh, If you're a parent and you've got a kid and you're wondering, you know, how safe is he going to be in today's environment? And that goes through to the college level. I have a son in college at Midwestern State in Wichita Falls, and uh, he was eager to get back and anxious to get back. And there's all sorts of health and safety protocols that are in place. And you're wearing masks on campus everywhere. And he's in an apartment and all that sort of stuff. But that doesn't take away the worry as a parent. And I get that. And I feel it. And I understand it for everybody uh, you kind of balance that against the anticipation and yes excitement at the thought of a brand new high school football season.
0: Yeah, and that that's kind of I think the the, the strange part of this for me personally is that like normally this is a, a week of like unbridled joy, like just excitement and now suddenly it's like I'm, I'm, I'm still excited that's still there but there's all these other complicated feelings that like one of the, one of the, the many terrible terrible like side effects of, of this thing is that it's taken something that is normally very uncomplicated which is I like football and I don't care who knows and it's made it complicated and that's something that, that I'm just kind of I think that a lot of people fans and, and across the state are, are, are dealing with right now one thing I want to ask you a little bit about and I, I, we just got done doing a, a, a segment where I laid out a couple of bold predictions I am I'm very interested in the idea of home field advantage. Uh, that suddenly now you're going to have uh, stadiums at 50% capacity at, at max at, at high schools across the state uh, for high school football games. Uh, do you subscribe to the idea that the home field advantage is going to be diminished this year because there are fewer fans in the stands?
2: Well... Here, this is kind of how I've, th- I've thought about that as well. Uh, high school football is different from other sports. It's certainly different than going into a college stadium. Uh, you know, if you were to walk into Kyle Field and see what that uh, home field advantage was like uh, with 102,000 or whatever and how that could be diminished down to 25%. Same thing here in Austin with the University of Texas or Alabama or Clemson or uh, or Norman, Oklahoma or any of the really good uh, LSU hostile environments and all that sort of thing. Um, I, I think it's different in high school. with high school, uh, it's less about the intimidation of a road environment as much as it is an awe factor for some kids to get a chance and go and play a, a, a road game at the rock pile or a road game at the tomato Bowl or a road game, you know at, at someplace else. Um you know that that it's 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 less about actually being intimidated by the road crowd now, all of our regular routines have been disrupted, and even our home routines have been disrupted with distancing and masks so that's an entirely mm-hmm. new and different set of circumstances, and some would even say obstacles that we all have to. Kind of deal with and what teams have to deal with and overcome, and less about a hostile crowd being now diminished. You're you're kind of concentrating on making sure that as a as a player that you get your mask on on the sidelines, and that you're that you're you know getting off the pile quickly, or that you know all of those other kinds of things. And I think it's given a lot of teams a lot of things to think about other than. Wow, I've never played in this place before. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair, and it's 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 an it's an another odd circumstance to what's all ultimately going to be a very odd season. We're talking with Craig Way, of the Texas High School Hall of Famer, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF day. Um we are also now entering a brave new world as far as games being televised are concerned, because uh, the Friday Night Rule, where the the, the UIL's longstanding uh, restriction on televising live Friday Night games, um, has been lifted temporarily for the 2020 season. I know you're a guy who you have you have you have sat in more press boxes than there may actually be press boxes in the state of Texas. <laughs> Um, my question for you is: Is that going to change your game, uh, in uh, game experience on Friday nights? When or, or are you still going to go to games, or are you going to be sitting at home doing the multi-screen?
2: That's a great question, and I and, and and I guess the the it boils down to what exactly are you getting on your screen if you're watching in the first place? When you asked me about this uh, back some time ago. I, I said, and I think you have wrote something similar about it as well, um, it, it, despite the fact that there is the quote-unquote ban lifted on the Friday night telecast, I think what we're going to see more of is more of the webcam, one uh, uh, camera in the home radio booth that's patched in for the play-by-play guy's call for an online streaming thing and less about linear television. Now, having said that, there are linear telecasts in, in all the markets. There's no doubt about it. Um, my friend and broadcast partner on Longhorn Football Games, Roger Wallace, they do a game uh, every first night during the course of the season. They're throwing in some Friday games. They're going to be at Wimberley Friday for Wimberley and Canyon Lake, and they're looking forward to being in some of the smaller venues, being in Rockdale, being in land passes, some of the elements before they settle into the 5A's and 6A's like everybody else does in the other major markets. So, I think it's going to be a mixed bag, and and it might be on a week by week basis. chap where we're looking at. Hey, let's let's uh, you know let's take a look and see what games are on. there's not too many on tonight, but maybe we can see something on a digital platform. And I'm watching that on my phone while I've got my laptop. But put it this way, it's opened the doors to be able to view more, even if a lot. And I do say a lot of these telecasts are going to be rather primitive and how we see them, because it's basically going to be webcast streaming from a one-camera shoot coming out of the home radio booth.
0: Uh, Finally, Craig, I want to ask you about the adjusted UIL schedule. The UIL, of course, uh, we are starting. uh, Football season does start Thursday, but it only starts for 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A. And I think we all have somebody in our lives who we would call a big school snob. Right? Somebody who, if it's not 6A or 5A, they're not really that interested. They're only interested in that. I have a small excitement about these first couple of weeks that I think you're going to have fans that are going to be able, especially with the television part of it, how sports-starved we are, and the fact that it's going to be small school teams. Uh, I think that there's... I have a certain level of, of excitement that people are going to be able to expand their horizons. I personally, think that this ha- is a great opportunity for small schools to really get the spotlight. I'm interested in, if you share that same idea.
2: Well, let me put it to you this way, Jeff. Uh, in, in the in the mid-'80s, a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, when I was a- at North Texas, in the sports broadcasting program, all of us cut our Coming. teeth uh, on being able to do um, Louisville. And I was whatever the first regular, quote-unquote, play by play voice of the Louisville Fighting Farmers and then guys like Mark Follow does the Dallas Mavericks and Dunham and Miller from the ticket in Dallas. We all did Louisville games. However, I cut my teeth on pilot point. That's where I learned play by play. Was doing pilot point prior to that and have always loved the, you know, calling small school football and basketball games. You are after all addressing a former play by play voice on the Crumb Bobcats and the Ponder Lions. Here. Hey so yes, I've always loved the small school, small classification games, and I am looking forward to this week kicking it all off. He's Craig Way. He's a Texas High School hey, Football Ray.
0: Hall of Famer. Follow him on Twitter at CraigWay1. Hear him on the horn in Austin uh, every every day on Light the Tower. And, of course, you can see him on the season premiere Friday night. Stay up late with us for uh, High School Scoreboard Live. We're back, Craig. Craig, I am genuinely looking forward to seeing you and also staying like 10 feet away from you. No offense. <laughs> Let's dance. <laughs> Have a good one, bud. <laughs> you too. Take care. There he goes. Craig Way, the <laughs> Texas High School Bowl Hall of Famer, joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Take your Palm Pilot. Make a recurring schedule thing, mm-hmm. uh, a recurring appointment, twelve fifteen PM. p.m. Uh, be here to listen to Craig Way joining us here on TFT. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
1: Um, there was a question. Do you remember who won the pickup contest last year?
0: I can look that up. Um, I believe it's on our site. If you look them, the winner was, Oh my gosh, where are you? Gosh, bless it. It's not textball.com slash Go to It's textball.com slash contest slash pick slash high school. But, uh, the season leaderboard from last year. Oh, they wiped it. Uh, no, I don't. I want to say Stephen Luttrell, maybe something like that. I don't know. I made that up. That's all I got. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Craig Wayne, the Texas High School Bowl Hall of Famer, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.